Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. Excellent. You look good. Thank you so much. As you usually do. Oh, thank you. Shall we hit the news? Not a lot of news today. No? No. That'll be a quick show. We're going to start with the Disney Parks blog. Um, If you love Minecraft and you love Disney World like we do here in our family, um, there's something new for you. Wait, you love Minecraft? Well, Lily loves Minecraft. So starting uh, yesterday on Tuesday, there is now a Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom Adventure downloadable content pack on Minecraft. Uh, It is filled with Disney and Pixar characters and attractions. There are 25 character skins to choose from, including Mickey and Minnie in their 50th anniversary fashions, and their special in-game merchandise. Um, So you can ride on the Jungle Cruise, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion... Adventureland. Um, you can actually meet 25 Disney and Pixar characters and collect their signatures in a virtual autograph book. That's neat. So who needs to go to Disney World when you can visit it in Minecraft? Absolutely. So that is available, the Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom Adventure DLC pack. Uh, you can get that through the Minecraft Marketplace. It requires the Minecraft Bedrock Edition and online, multipl- mul- online multiplayer on consoles requires a separate multiplayer subscription. All right. I'm not even sure what any of that I, means. Me either. Can you get it on Deezer? That's all <laughs> I'd like to know. Um, Mickey and friends are inspiring, um, are inspiring friends to plan a staycation with their Stay True crew with Sensational Six-inspired city guides. That's right. Uh, six cities across the country... They are doing a Mickey and Friends uh, staycation guide. Okay. Uh, These cities are New York, Washington, Austin, Salt Lake City, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Um, Fans are invited to register online and visit uh, staycation headquarters. Uh, And they will have Mickey and Friends giveaways in these towns. Um, So check out the Parks blog if you have any interest in a staycation with the Sensational Six. Interesting. used to be the Fab Five. Yeah, who'd they add on there? Pluto? Uh, Pluto? Was he the last one? I believe so. Because right. Goofy's always been part of the Fab Five. Right. Right. All right. Some new Disney PhotoPass augmented reality lenses have debuted at Disney World. That's right. You can, uh, let's see, it looks like you can have, um, who's that, Timon? Yes. Uh, ride on your hat. In uh, Animal Kingdom, you've got some Elsa stuff in front of the castle in the Magic Kingdom. You've got uh, in front of uh, the Himalayas there an Expedition Everest. You've got uh, some sort of some backpacking parka, stuff. Uh, but all sorts of virtual reality augmented l- lenses that you can use inside of the My Disney Experience app. Uh, a lot of this functionality is inside the park. And uh, you can actually do... Uh, some stuff with the Disney Genie with their virtual reality lenses. So if you're interested, uh, check out the Disney Parks blog. All right. The Epcot International Festival of the Holidays uh, Foodie Guide has been released. That's right. This year's festival, uh, the International Festival of the Holidays, presented by Advent Health, uh, opens November 26th and runs through December 30th. Uh, This is uh, celebrating cherished holiday traditions from around the globe with Yuletide decorations, family-friendly activities, and the return of the candlelight processional. Um, So, of course, there are food stations. There are 14 holiday kitchens scattered throughout the 11 World Showcase pavilions. 
the holiday cookie stroll is back this year. Yay! Uh, the festival passport lists the five official cookie stroll locations. Uh, and if you uh, get all your stamps in the passport, you get a 50th anniversary celebration cookie. Nice. Um, so let's see. Uh, do we want to go through any of the menu? Well, I mean, we have extra time today, right? We do. All right. So let's any any highlights? Let's bore everyone with food. They have near the port of entry, Mele, Kal- Mele Kalikimaka, uh, which are some uh, Polynesian and Hawaiian-inspired fruit uh, foods and beverages. Over near Disney Traders, they have the Chestnuts and Good Cheer Kitchen, uh, which offers almonds, cashews, pecans, and chestnuts, as well as some beverages. Um, at Holiday Sweets and Treats, which which is also by Port of Entry, um, they have some ice cream items. Um, they have one of the holiday cookies, which I imagine is part of that cookie stroll, um, and some themed uh, Christmas-type Beverages. That's right. That is actually where you redeem your cookie stroll passport oh. to get the holiday cookie. The holiday hearth desserts, also near the port of entry, um, have some cookies, a bunt cake, uh, moose crunch, and then it seems like most of these spots have hot cocoa and some other themed beverages. Yep. Over near Canada, you can go to the refreshment port where you can get the Coquito soft serve waffle cone, mm. uh, as well as turkey poutine. Okay. Uh, and a cranberry hard cider and uh, coquito serve soft serve with spiced rum. Nice. So that is fun. Uh, in Canada, also you can visit the Yukon Holiday Kitchen uh, and get se- seared scallops, beef bourguignon, maple bouche de Noël, which is a maple mousse, and a Snickers Doodle cookie made with Snickers bar pieces. Ah, now we're pulling in all the uh, candy bar names. That's right. But that is a new holiday cookie uh, in the holiday cookie stroll. Okay. All right. At Lahayam. Holiday Kitchen, which is between France and Morocco. Um, they have some um, Jewish items, uh, pastrami on rye, smoked salmon, potato latke, potato latkes. Um, I don't know how to say this, but they're mini jelly-filled donuts. And then a black and white cookie. Um, and they have Hanukkah beer and a blue Cosmo cocktail. At the Tangerine Cafe, they've got grilled kebabs. They have a stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus and an almond-spiced cake with ginger mousse. Um, and then American Holiday Table, which is really probably where you want to be spending your, um, well, at least thanksgiving time. Right. But I guess this starts after Thanksgiving, huh? It just uh, started the 26th, right? The 26th Was that of, the date we gave of November? Right. So that's right after Thanksgiving, I yeah. think. Um, but anyway, they have some sort of... Um, Thanksgiving-type things, turkey and cranberry sauce and um, that sort of thing. As well as the chocolate crinkle cookie made with Dove dark chocolate as part of the holiday cookie stroll. Right. Over in Germany, you can go to the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen and get your uh, pork schnitzel, um, as well as uh, cheese fondue in a bread bowl, and a Linzer cookie, which is part of the holiday cookie stroll. I love Linzer cookies. At the refreshment outpost, you can get coconut pineapple cake with Dole Whip. That's a new item this year. At the donut box near the test track, you can get uh, pineapple cake donut, holiday donut, uh, chocolate peppermint donut, and an eggnog cream-filled donut with cinnamon icing and crumbled ginger snap cookies. That is a new item. At Les Marches de Noël, holiday kitchen near France, you can get a Napoleon, a Dinde Forestier, patates douce rotés, (laughs) which I guess is turkey with bacon, mushrooms, and onions in a mustard cream sauce. And you can also get uh, Bouche de Noël Chocolat Blanc Frambois, which is a chocolate Christmas log with chocolate biscuit. 
at the Tuscany Holiday Kitchen in Italy. Um, they have mezzaloon crocanti. Um, those are basically fried um, fried ravioli. Oh, that sounds good. Um, they have a, ravi- a shrimp ravioli. They have a chocolate-filled Italian donut. And then uh, many choices for wines. It's a uh, bomboline. Nice. At the Lotus Blossom Cafe, you can get house-made cheesy crab wontons. <laughs> That's it. Which doesn't sound so much like a holiday spectacular. At the Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen in Japan, you can get the Shirashi Sushi Tree, which is a uh, Christmas tree decorated sushi. Sushi decorated like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Celebration Soba and a Mont Blanc Tart, which is a matcha mousse tart with a sweet red bean center. In uh, La Posada's Holiday Kitchen, you can get the giant tostada de chorizo, uh, the tamal de barbacoa, which is a barbacoa beef in a corn masa, and the dulce de lice churros with cinnamon sugar. All right. Um, at the funnel cake stand, they have a special mini pumpkin pie funnel cake. Excellent. And at Joffrey's, um, they are offering a specialty Caroler's Cold Brew, which is a French roast cold brew with brown butter toffee, Swiss chocolate syrup, and sweet cream topped with whipped cream and Twix bar pieces. Oh, that's a new item. Yeah, yummy. All right. Since there wasn't a lot of news today, I uh, we're going to hit uh, two of the international locations. All right. Uh, that was the only news we had. Okay. Uh, the first one is that December 1st, uh, Tokyo Disney Resort is getting Mickey Mouse Pocky. <laughs> Uh, Pocky is one of my favorite uh, uh, Japanese desserts, which they are chocolate cookie sticks. Uh, They also have other flavors. Uh, You can usually find them in your Asian food sections of grocery stores. You can also find them in the um, department store in Japan, Store Mitsukoshi. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, they now have Tokyo Disney Resort branded and individually wrapped Pocky sticks. Uh, And they're going to be around Tokyo Disneyland and Disney Sea. Oh, uh, they're so cute. Yeah, the interesting thing is that if you bite into the cookie, uh, the chocolate covering, uh, once you bite into the chocolate covering, the cookie on the inside is Mickey Mouse shaped. That's pretty cute. Yeah, so that is pretty cool. Not just any old Pocky. No. No. Uh, um, they are going to be filling all of the seats at the Tokyo Disney Resort shows starting on November 18th. That's uh, that's big news. Yeah, it is. Because Tokyo and Japan have had a resurgence of COVID. They've been open. They've been they've closed. They've been so careful. They've been restricted. Yeah. Uh, and now they are going back to full seating. That's good. There's a new nighttime spectacular coming to Hong Kong Disneyland. That's right. There's going to be a new show that will turn the Castle of Magic Dreams into a canvas of light and sound. Uh, and that new show is going to be called uh, Endless Magic. Uh, and that will be coming in the new year. Fantastic. And that's all the international news. Okay. Um, now we're going to move over to talking about Rise of the Resistance, where a designer is suing Disney for a drop mechanism that was used on the ride. That's right. If you've ridden Rise of the Resistance, you know that there is a drop in the ride. Uh, and apparently uh, this designer went to Disney and pitched it in 2014 as part of an attraction uh, this guy used to work with Universal Creative, and he now has his own uh, – actually, he's the chief creative officer of a new des- uh, entertainment design company. Um, and uh, he's claiming that Rise of the Resistance uses this and did not consult his company or compensate him for its use. Um, and he did file a patent in 2013 for a very similar system. Okay. So we'll have to see where this goes. Yeah. And that was it. There was no California news. There was just okay. a little bit of legal news. So now our news is in Florida. 
All right, so we have an early closing time for the Magic Kingdom. That's right. On January 25th, the Magic Kingdom is going to close at 4.30 p.m. There will be no Disney enchantment that evening. Park hopping will still be available after 2 p.m., but you're not going to get that much time in the park. It is probably closed for a special event. Right. Okay. Um, There is uh, the Santa Claus in the Disney Very Merriest After Hours Parade um, was a black Santa very recently. That's right. Uh, they had announced that they were going to be doing culturally diverse Santa Clauses this year. Mm-hmm. The first couple uh, Very Merriest After Hours events have had uh, white or white appearing Santa Clauses. Okay. And uh, the first uh, black actor to portray Santa Claus in a Disney park uh, made his debut uh, on Main Street USA. Great. So that's uh, that's big news. Uh, a couple days ago, they actually had cast members meeting Santa Claus on their lunch break uh, behind uh, in some backstage areas, <laughs> and it was the uh, the Black Santa. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, just I very, wish they very would bring Santa Claus into my work. Right. Um, Mickey's PhilharMagic has added sign homage to the 1971 Magic Kingdom attraction. That's right. There's a little bit of homage. Uh, to the uh, Mickey Mouse Review that was the original attraction inside that theater. Uh, they now call it the Philhar Magic, uh, the Kingdom's Most Magical Musical Review. Uh, Mickey Mouse Review opened as an original attraction in October of 1971 and closed in 1980. Yeah, that was an old school one. Yes, it was. Um, the A greeter structure has been added to the entrance tunnel for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. According to... Uh, Imagineer Zach Ridley and his Instagram post, uh, they have a new uh, section of the Guardians of the Galaxy Xandar Pavilion, and that is the uh, greeter section, which is where cast members will be greeting guests. Okay. What else do we have here? More information about Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like um, installation has begun on the silver panel facade. That's right. It had just previously been some uh, construction materials on the front of the building, but they have started working on the outer facade. Uh, now that they've got all the um, concrete down for the base in the front of the, the mm-hmm. attraction uh, of the pavilion, um, they do have uh, the first part of the final facade going It's pretty in. fancy. It is. I like it. Um, the giant guitar at Rock and Roller Coaster has been partially uncovered during the refurbishment. That's right. It had been uh, completely covered uh, for a few weeks, but now the bottom half of the guitar is uh, covered and the top half is visible. There are no real differences uh, to the guitar, so it is uh, surmised that it was just a cleaning. Okay. Um, The Disney Junior characters are appearing for sightings at Hollywood Studios. That's right. That's uh, that's big news. Uh, their little greeting area over there is is uh, one of my favorite areas it of is Hollywood so Studios. Uh, so Vampirina, uh, Doc McStuffins, Pluto, and there is a fourth character who meets here. Did you see who that was? No, you scroll too fast. I did scroll too fast. Uh, what's her Fancy name? Fancy Nancy, Nancy uh, are doing the character sightings. Very good. Yeah, they have that whole section um, over where the Little Mermaid used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with just the little backdrops. And it's fun to go over there even when the characters aren't there and just take pictures in their backdrops. Right. Are they still selling autograph books even though they're doing character sightings? I don't know. It's a good question. It is. I'm going to say they probably are. Right. Um, a new Star Wars Loungefly backpack has been released. It's pretty cute. Yeah, it is. And the only reason I put this on here is because I know you like the occasional Loungefly backpack. I do. Uh, this new Loungefly bag is inspired by uh, Episode Four. Uh, which is Star Wars A New Hope, um, and that can be found in, um, let's see, well, around property at uh, the parks. Okay. So did I say it was $75? I don't think you did. It's $75. Okay. Might make a nice Christmas gift. Um, the revi- a, a revised greeting is warning guests of falling kites at Kite Tales in Animal Kingdom. That's right. Uh, the... <laughs> The Kite Tales attraction opened on October 1st and I believe immediately uh, threw a kite into a tree. Uh, it's just, it's not pretty. I mean, these kites depend on the wind um, and they are now advising guests that there is the possibility of uh, falling kites. Um, I like the way they state it, though. Uh, you will see some of your Lion King friends soar like never before. As you all know, what goes up must come down. You will see them landing in plain sight, both in the water and in the designated landing zone in the adjacent seating area. If they take a tumble, don't worry. That's all part of the fun. Um, really, it's if they take a tumble, uh, we have no control over it. <laughs> so uh, how long do you give that attraction? I'm going to give it a year. A year? And okay. I think I'm being generous. All right. Uh, so we have no resort news, no Disney park. Uh, no Disney Springs news, so we're going to jump right into entertainment. Uh, just before we recorded, I made Cheryl watch the new Spider-Man trailer mm-hmm, yeah. uh, for Spider-Man No Way Home, which opens on uh, December 17th, only in theaters. And uh, what'd you think? It looks complex. It does. It does. Uh, we know this involves Doctor Strange. We know it involves the multiverses. Uh, so there are a lot of characters from previous Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, uh, Spider-Man uh, franchises uh, coming into the new Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be complex. It's going to be a, a confusing story. And someone's going to have to explain it. Yeah, mind. someone's going to have to explain it to me after. That's right. We'll That's go in with uh, index cards. And then I'll, I'll watch it a second time and maybe understand. That's right. And if you're in the United Kingdom, uh, you're going to get Spider-Man No Way Home released two days early on December 15th. How uh, come they get it first? I don't know. Hmm. That's uh, that's not cool. No. I mean, it's cool for them. It is. Disney executives are arguing over adding content for mature audiences to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're talking about the Disney Plus subscriber growth slowing, which happens to be for this one quarter, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and apparently uh, there's some concern or questions whether Disney Plus should bring on, uh, you know, R-rated content and stuff for adult viewers um, now that they have a lot of the uh, – you know, old Fox movies. Right. Um, and even some of the Disney content is, uh, you know, not under the Disney banner, but under Castle Rock and and whatnot. They've had uh, movies that are not PG or right. G-rated. Right. So, um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think uh, Disney know. Plus is a family? Not at this point. I mean, it's, it's everything that Disney's owned. And if they have access to it, it should be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe you have a separate sort of section that you have to go to, enter your little passcode or however you want to do it. But, yeah, I mean, that stuff should be available. And I don't know if it's going to help their their numbers, mm-hmm. but I think it'll help their numbers stay. 
Right. So, yeah, there, there there was some rumor last year that they were going to have content uh, designated for adults. I mean, right now there's there's blocks on, I think, children nine and under can't access certain material. Um, and they were going to have one for uh, adult stuff. So I just like the idea that you can, that it's not going anywhere. Once mm-hmm. they put these movies up, they're just there. Uh, as opposed to like Netflix where a movie's there and then you decide you finally want to watch it four months later and it's not there anymore. Right. And, you know, these things get dropped. Yeah. Um, which I, or, or a series, same thing happens with their series, you know, where you, you go to watch something and you got halfway through this, the, um, the series and suddenly, you know, the last two seasons you can't watch because it's gone. All right. Uh, in other Disney Plus news, uh, on Tuesday, November 16th, Disney Plus announced their second annual season's streamings, uh, which is their uh, uh, curated holiday content of uh, both classic material and original material. Uh, beginning on the November 16th, Disney Plus subscribers can access holiday-themed episodes, movies, shorts, and specials in this holiday collection. So we get movies like Frozen, Home Alone, Nightmare Before Christmas, the Santa Claus uh, series as well. Um, and uh, that is there for your viewing pleasure. We also have in new holiday content, Hawkeye, oh, which is yeah. a Marvel movie. It is themed around Christmas. Uh, we get the Book of Boba Fett, which doesn't really have any uh, Christmas tie to it, except it is coming out uh, at the end of the year. Um, but Thanksgiving weekend, look forward to the Beatles Get Back. That is a uh, three-part docu-series. Okay. Um, that uh, that is fun. Good. Um, no, no. You don't like that one. No. Okay, Let's, we're going to talk about Universal. Yes. Uh, fully vaccinated Universal Orlando team members are no longer required to wear face coverings. That's right, and that is as of November seventeenth. Uh, and that is because the CDC announced that uh, masking guidance changes uh, for the Orange County in Florida. Uh, under this new guidance, fully vaccinated individuals do not need to wear face coverings indoors. Uh, so Universal Orlando Resort has updated its face covering policy for team members. Uh, and that is uh, that is the only news we have so far. Disney has not yet modified their, t- their cast member or guest mask policies. Okay. Um, there is a main Harry Potter cast reuniting for Return to Hogwarts behind the scenes, um, a special on HBO Max. That's right. They're going to be getting together for the Harry Potter 20th anniversary Return to Hogwarts, which is going to be a special that will air on HBO Max on January 1st. Uh, This will celebrate the 20th anniversary of the first Harry Potter film, which was? I don't know. Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone? Philosopher's Stone. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? I I kid you not. No, I guess nobody really must call it that because I don't know that that I've ever heard that. The reunion will include Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, and Emma Watson, as well as Chris Columbus, who directed the first two films. Uh, We're also going to get a bunch uh, of other folks, but I don't think anybody really cares about them. (laughs) Um, So uh, that's big news if you're a Potterhead. All right. Yeah. Clearly, I am not. No. Um, Beetlejuice is making some non-distance appearances at Universal Studios Florida. Yeah, that is big news. He is taking photos and interacting with guests near the Universal Orlando Hollywood makeup show. Oh, yeah, he's getting right up in there. Yeah, he's allowing guests to hug him, touch him, uh, put his arm around you. He is the ghost with the most. Maybe ghosts can't get COVID. Maybe. Um, 
Fast and Furious Supercharged has reopened at Universal Studios after its refurbishment. That's right. It had closed for a couple of extra days. Uh, it was supposed to reopen on the 12th, but it did reopen on November 15th. And that is in the San Francisco section of uh, Universal Studios. Okay. Um, and as we just said, the CDC is no longer recommending fully vaccinated individuals to wear face masks um, indoors in Orange County, Florida. That's right. And that is because um, Orange County is now in the moderate tier. Um, so that uh, that is good. Yeah, it is good. Uh, most of the country is in substantial or high. So the fact that they're in moderate is, is really good. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem with Walt Disney World is that most of the property is in Orange County. Uh, and the other part of the property is in Osceola County, where they are still recommending that Osceola County residents wear a mask in public indoor settings. Mm -hmm. So that may be what holds Disney off for a couple of days. Yeah, if it comes down. But I mean, these numbers are back and forth. So mm -hmm. I don't, that seems sort of like a tricky thing for Universal to say, you don't have to wear your masks. And then what? if it? Because it's like, you know, week by week. If it goes back up, are you going to make everybody put their masks back on? Right. I don't know. Seems like kind of a... Kind of a pain. Right. Um, I don't know what this is. Oh, there's some um, some awards here that Gideon at Gideon's at Disney Springs has gotten. This must be a, a food award. Well, it's actually the uh, Thea Awards, um, which are part of the IAAPA Expo, which is going on in Orlando, which is the International Association of uh, Theme amusement Parks. parks? Uh, like amusement parks. Yeah, there you go. Um, the Thea Awards uh, were given out, uh, and Universal and Disney won a few. Uh, the Stuntronics, uh, which is the animatronic Spider-Man at the Avengers Campus, got a technical award. Um, let's see. I don't know. Gideon's won for something. It must be like best cookies ever. They did. Gideon's won for its atmosphere and storytelling that plays out on multiple levels. No, but it's all about those cookies. That one in the category of theme retail on a limited budget. Uh, Universal Attractions in California and Japan also won. The Secret Life of Pets Off the Leash won for Outstanding, attraction, uh, outstanding Achievement in Attractions. And at Universal Studios in Japan, Super Nintendo World won for Theme Park Land and its Mario Kart Augmented Reality Technology was recognized for their technical innovation. So uh, that is good news uh, for the theme parks, and uh, that's about it. I can't wait to get one of those cookies. I know. I'm going to have a cookie on my birthday. You deserve a cookie on your birthday. Yep. I mean, everybody's 50th birthday should have a cookie. I'm not going to be 50. Oh, you will soon. <laughs> All right, so that's the news, and until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. Who's not 50, <laughs> and this is, and you've been listening to. <laughs> What's what? going on? Huh? The Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>